Hello, my name is Brandi Walker. Welcome to Throwing Light. This is episode 35, New Year, New Plan. to it, the heart of it. Last year for the New Year's episode, I gave you several ideas for what you could do during this time of year. And uh, if you want some ideas for what you can do, (laughs) then I would suggest going back to that. I actually went back to it and listened to it and found it quite helpful. I don't know if that's weird to listen to your own podcast. Anyway, what I actually find helpful though is listening to what other people have put on their New Year's resolutions and in their year in review. And so what I thought I would do for this episode is just that, is share my own stuff, my own hopes and dreams for 2019 uh, with the hope of it being helpful to you. And so I hope it is. Uh, let's, Let's get into it. So I keep a notebook kind of with me wherever I go. And Whenever I get an idea, I write it down. Whenever I feel kind of like I've lost my way. So like New Year's resolutions, what I set forth at the beginning of each year guide my whole year. And I don't always accomplish all of them or like even half of them or most of them, but they're what I'm working towards. And they're generally things that are really important to me. So that's why I think I put so much stock in New Year's resolutions, I heard someone say the other day, they were like, you know, I realized, you know, I the reason why this isn't working, because I wrote this down in 2015, and I never went back to it. I'm like, well, of course, it didn't work. Silly, but I don't do that. <laughs> and, and I'm constantly kind of rewriting and revising as I go. And um, I usually have four or five things that I'm working on, but they're usually closely tied to the resolutions I set forth at the beginning of the year. For me, it's not it's not about like stopping, it's not about quitting smoking or like cutting back on social media or like it's not about doing stuff I don't want to do. It's about adding in more of what I want with the hope that the stuff that I don't want to do will dissipate. And that's kind of what happened in 2018. And so two things I do that I I force myself to do before I officially write my New Year's resolutions are um, the challenges and flops of the of the previous year and the what I call the reverse bucket list, what I pulled off in that year. And I usually write the challenges first because I like to end on a high note. One thing that was challenging this year is that I was able to think of like a lot of challenges uh, for 2018. Overall, I think morale was pretty high in 2018. I think, I mean, it was hard, but things were were going well, but it was hard. And when I look back, I mean, the challenges, like some of them were self-imposed, but a lot of them I didn't have any control over. I was hit (laughs) Uh, driving my car. I was um, in two car wrecks, 
neither of which were my fault, one of which totaled my vehicle. And that was kind of like our main vehicle. So then we were left with only one vehicle. And then in July, I was driving back from Asheville from this workshop I led. And I was on the highway and the guy next to me on the highway hit my car, like just kind of, I don't know if he said he didn't see me, but he was kind of behind me. So it doesn't make sense that he didn't see me. I'm sure he didn't mean to hit me, but he did hit me. So thankfully, even though there was no witnesses it was pretty clear, I guess, to them as well, to whoever was in charge of writing up the police report or whatever, that it wasn't my fault. I mean, yeah, so those were definite challenges. And like, anytime you're in a wreck, you're, you have to stop and be like, whoa, like, what is life? One of the big challenges of 2018, and I didn't set out to, I didn't set out to quit drinking. I had no intention of of quitting drinking until the day I decided to quit drinking. The next podcast episode will probably be about my sobriety journey. Other challenges, money stuff. Uh, Jermaine left the army. We lost health insurance, but we didn't know we lost it because we he was told before he left that he should have it until December. So we thought we had this kind of buffer until um, open enrollment rolled around. And then we found out in July that we had just been like living without insurance for the last month. So that was weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> there was some hiccups there. And then he wasn't working and I was working, which was really cool and not actually a challenge. But then in the fall, I went back to full-time grad school. I knew I couldn't do part-time work. And I just felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like just mentally and emotionally it wasn't it wasn't good for me. But if you've listened to my Broken Optimistic episode, you know that there have been some very practical financial challenges. It was a challenge in 2018. In September, another challenge right around that same time is um I shared this on Instagram. It was weird cuz I didn't really tell like people in real life because it was just easier for me to talk about it in a like a philosophical way than to like I guess deal with the hurt with extended family members and friends and so a lot of people found out and I think were hurt that they found out through Instagram but it just wasn't something that I was I I, I didn't have the capacity to talk about it but um, I had a miscarriage a very early miscarriage in September and uh and it was early, but I'd never had one. So I was I was really taken aback. I thought, like, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, all right, we're doing this. And I was so excited. And so I'm just, I'm very ready to have another, a little one, even in the midst of our financial situation, because I know it won't be like that forever. And, you know, we'll get into that in a minute. But yeah, so that was, that was challenging <laughs> and painful. So what I found is... I had a really easy time writing like thing after thing after thing of 2018 struggles. And they're not really that big. Uh, Some of them are that I didn't get as far on my 2018 resolutions as I would have liked. And you know what? That's okay. So interestingly, I finalized my official resolutions January 10th of 2018 for last year. It actually took me a long time to like settle on these and I settled on 10. The first one was a weight goal and I won't share that in the case that's triggering for people. I don't struggle with eating disorder tendencies but I 
I know people and love people who do. And so I feel very, that's why I don't share that stuff publicly. But for me, it was, a, and that's part of the reason why I didn't share my resolutions publicly last year, because that was a big part of my resolution and something I've been working on for a, a, quite a few years and hadn't, hadn't gotten there yet. The second one was to finish a book. The third one was to declutter all our stuff, which I did pull off. The fourth was to build an intuitive reading, like a coaching practice, which I have, but I have not, I have not built it to the extent that I was hoping um, that it would be at, at this point a year later. Take on a summer job to smooth Jermaine's transition out of the Army. I did that. Um, be interviewed on 26 podcasts and grow Throwing Light as much as I can. I didn't do that. And... I, my resolutions regarding throwing light this year are a little bit more, they're more outcomes. And I thought that 26 was like, thought that that would be, that would feel really doable. And then I didn't do it. And partly it's because I had other stuff going on. Take steps towards zero waste. I didn't really do that. I do compost, but I haven't done that as much as I would have liked. Pay off credit card and cars and save up $12,000 for coding school transition. So, well, so we did pay off the cars, but that's because one of them was totaled. (laughs) And then I haven't paid off the credit card, and we actually put more on it as we kind of, like, wade through this heady transition. Straight A's in grad school, network all I can. Um, I got straight A's my first year of grad school. I got my first B plus last semester, and it crushed me. And it's so ridiculous. And I knew it was ridiculous. I honestly don't see that as a, that's not a challenge. Like I wrote it in my challenges, but like, no, I refuse. I refuse to be that, that type A. (laughs) And then my last one was speak at two conferences. And I did speak at one, but I, I didn't speak at two. So I made progress on a lot of these. Actually, as I'm looking through them, I'm like, oh, I made progress. But I I didn't get as far as the type A person (laughs) in me would have liked. Very typical. So let's go over my reverse bucket list. And I hope that this inspires you to make your own. Eight plus months sober. Straight A's the first day of grad school, first year of grad school. Successful completion of uh, the third and second to last semester. I ended up getting a job at my internship last year. Lots of thousands of words towards my memoir. Started this podcast back up. The co-create course, I successfully pulled that off. And we are, today is actually, so I'm recording this on Monday, January 7th. And it's start day. And uh, we have four members in the class. And I'm just thrilled because I I love all of these people. Spoke at Wild Goose Festival. Lots of relationship healing. Actually, the end of 2017, things were really rough between me and my my husband. And um, I made an intentional decision to focus on what I could do to love and care for him. I'm sure it takes two, but I felt like one thing I could do was own my part of it. And in owning my part of it, I feel like we healed a lot of stuff. So I'm pretty grateful for that. Beautiful past life regression work. I started doing my own past life regression meditations like through YouTube. <laughs> like Not like sharing them with the world, but like I would get a past life med- meditation off of YouTube and do it. And it was really powerful. And I have a past life 
episode coming up. So I'll talk if you're like, what the heck is that? I'll explain later. Honed intuitive psychic abilities, which is another episode. (laughs) We hiked old rag. Um, Jermaine got a new job. I finished, I think, like 12 books, like reading 12 books. I journaled almost every day after the 20th of April, after that kind of fateful day. Uh, I started keeping a journal, and it was super healing. Daily meditation and card reading. I survived two car accidents. I did have a successful Whole30, and I did, you know, even though it didn't stick and I had a miscarriage, I did get pregnant. I believe that I was a good friend. I hope I was. I increased my Instagram following by 600 people, which is really, really, really intentional, and I'm really proud of that. It's almost double what I had at the beginning of 2018, and the 600 people happened from July to the end of the year. I started running ads for Instagram, too, and I started, and Facebook, and started to play with that as an avenue for building my business. I tracked every dollar as I have for the past several years. We survived the army transition. I learned a lot about work-life balance, which is like (laughs) the learning of my life. I was a good mom, I hope. (laughs) We thrived during Jermaine's time in Seattle. I practiced generosity. I learned about crystals and lots of weird, cool stuff. We refurnished our home. I got two cleaning jobs and I made money hustling and selling stuff online. So that's pretty epic. I feel pretty good, actually. I hadn't I hadn't gone through and like read that list. I'm like, damn, like I'm pretty awesome. I think another challenge is that I've been sick for like a month and I think that it all, you know, is connected, right? So like I think my body is physically dealing with 2018. And all that it brought, all the challenges and gifts. So my New Year's resolutions for 2019. I shared this on Instagram. I'm going to go over this really quick. I shared almost all of these on Instagram. I will share more. This is the year I finish a book. This is the year I finish a book. And I feel pretty strongly about that. I got to figure out what it looks like to do. I know how to do it. I know that if I'd write X amount of words, X amount of weeks, I will finish a book. Now I just have to do it. My goal is to get to 10,000 Instagram followers by the end of the year and 50,000 throwing light downloads. And like I said, it's a little bit different from last year. Last year it was less outcome-based. It was more action-based. What I think is that the way that my brain works is I'm a big picture person and I'm good at reverse engineering. So it's more helpful for me to have a huge goal and then figure out what I got to do to get there as opposed to having the steps, but not keeping in mind the big, like where I'm headed. And so I think where I failed last year with the 26 podcast interviews, I was interviewed on two podcasts. I think I only pitched three. So that's, those are pretty good odds. All that to say, changing up the way that my goals are shaped so that I can hopefully affect the outcome. Part of that, the goal is to publish a Throwing Light episode weekly. My goal was 10 people in the first round of co-create, which I did not get. So it's the first resolution that didn't work out. But that's that's the beauty of life. Like that's the beauty of dreaming. You try and you fail and you learn and you get back up and you go again. Pass LMSW test and graduate. Find a job I love as a therapist. What is so freaking exciting is that those things 
will very likely happen. And that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, oh my gosh, this is my last semester of grad school. I just feel so fucking excited and thankful. Um, a job that Jermaine loves, combined income of $96,000, a junior software developer, uh, LMSW therapist, making $45,000, $50,000 a year is practical. I also want to do a no-buy challenge and try to pay off as much debt as possible. I didn't pick a specific number because at this point, our income is too much in flux right now. I hope to change it <laughs> once we both get <laughs> jobs that pay a living wage. Um, new to us, a car or SUV. New to us, home with a fenced-in backyard. Weekly and monthly adventures, um, solo and with my family. Reach out to friends and loved ones weekly. Like So my goal is to reach out to a friend or loved one every week. New website via Squarespace. Very very, very done with WordPress. Time to move on. Brooklyn and I, my son, my seven-year-old, we're starting a YouTube channel. Very exciting. And then I think I want to start my own thing on YouTube. I'm not sure what that will look like yet. Um, hope to read 20 books this year, and I plan to do it by averaging close to 35 pages a day. 20 Patreon patrons. And I know that if I want to do that, I need to step up my Patreon game, which has kind of been at a standstill for a while. It's, um, I have three right now to build it up. I need to build all of these things up kind of simultaneously. This is a really cool one that I'm very excited about. I want to collaborate with an artist to create my own Oracle cards. I've never made a physical product and I've kind of dreamed about this for a couple years and thought like someday in the future. And it occurred to me, I guess, in the last couple of weeks, like, there's no reason to wait. I think I'm ready to do this now. Um, I want to commit to a regular fitness practice. I really want to gain upper body strength. And then the last one is that I would like to get pregnant and have a, <laughs> have a third baby. And then I created a couple days ago, yesterday maybe, I created my loved one's resolutions. I was realizing there was something missing from my resolutions. So a deep connection with Jermaine, that Sadie, my daughter, has an incredible last year of childhood. She's 17. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry. She'll be 18 in December of 2019. And I just want this to be magical for her. That Brooklyn feels deeply loved and grows in confidence. Financial abundance to support all of us. Deep healing for those, for my friends and family who need it. And financial abundance, I think, for any of my friends and family who need it. I want to cultivate an in-person and or online group of people that I vibe with spiritually, that I get to see my best friend several times this year, that I connect often with friends I already have. And then the last one is financial abundance to shower all of the parents, like our, my parents and my birth mom and, and my in-laws because they have been so generous to us and and I know we can never repay them, but I would just like to like spoil them a little bit. So those are my things. Those are my hopes and dreams. And it's vulnerable to share. And I don't know. I don't know. It's always weird. I'm always like, how is this going to help you? But it does help me to hear other people's hopes and dreams, kind of acting on faith that this will be helpful to you. And if it's not, eh, it's all right. You try stuff, you fail, you get up, you dream again. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm so grateful for you. 
And uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. I so appreciate your ears. If you like what you heard, there are a couple of ways that you can support this podcast and help build momentum. First, you can share it with a friend. Second, you can leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you're listening through. And third, you can support Throwing Light on Patreon and get cool shit, including a shout out on the podcast. Thank you again. I hope you have an unexpectedly amazing day.